Welcome to Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. If you are a person that is tired of apologizing for being you, you know, the human part of you that sometimes feels like it has to be different at home versus work versus play, the human side that just wants to be hot, humble, open, and transparent about your wants, desires, and uniqueness. If you answered yes, this podcast is for you. Join me, Emily Elrod, as I dive into conversations with amazing guests about what they are not sorry for in creative and loving ways. Let's get started. I'm so excited to have Justin. Like, I have energy. Justin has energy. So we're going to be like, woohoo, this is going to be maybe too much for some people, but we're going to have fun. And of course, he had a rock his Hawaiian shirt, which I absolutely love. So um, I have been blessed to get to know Justin through LinkedIn, but then also through different ways of just having discussions about wise and how to be wise and your safety. You work in the safety realm. And so, Justin, thank you so much for joining me today. Emily, thank you so much for having me, and I am happy to be back. Yes. So, Justin, what are you not sorry for? I am not sorry for recognizing people within my organization or even outside of my organization for the work that they do, uh, not only in the safety field, but just in general. I love it. So how did you get to that, and why did you find yourself saying that you don't need to be sorry for it. So that means that you had to apologize it prior. So what, how did you get to here? Definitely had to apologize it for it a couple of times, um, but that is a good question. So, you know, as of your last show and for the people who uh, do not know me, um, you know, my name is Justin DeFlamary. I am an environmental health and safety manager. I currently work for a company called Monogram Foods, where we make food for um, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts uh, and TGI Fridays. Uh, I sit in on American Society of Safety Professionals and the National Safety Council. And, um, you know, last time I was on the show, we talked about how we had a lot of fun with engagement activities for the employees to break language barriers down and how to engage your workforce. And with that comes, rolls into this topic perfectly, and, you know, that deals with prizes and recognition. And I am not sorry for recognizing the people that were picked. Um, you know, a lot of times I did have to apologize because, you know, someone may that they should have got the prize over somebody else or um, did not like the prize specifically that was given to them. So that is why we're here today. Mm-hmm. I love that because two things I, I hear on that is one is the trophy society that a lot of millennials are given that we all should get a trophy because we're all going to win it. So why is it important to recognize individuals that go above and beyond or just give effort and do the things and accomplish things? Why is it important to recognize them? Because I do know that you recognize everybody. So that's the thing. It's not that you just dismiss other people. It's, I know your heart, like you recognize everybody, but why is it important to recognize those people? So, I found, especially when you're trying to build a a safety management system, that recognition lets the employee know that they're doing a good job. Everyone likes to be told that they're doing a good job. I don't think anybody wants to hear, hey, you're doing a bad job. And being recognized actually has been proven to have that once they are recognized to continue to work above and beyond for you because they know that you appreciate their recognition. So, you know, we've all heard 
um, you know, the people who leave companies because they have a bad boss. Well, you know, that boss didn't either recognize them or didn't talk to them like a human being. When you recognize someone, again, that makes them feel appreciated and want to go above and beyond for you. Mm -hmm. So give a story or a time whenever you had to recognize somebody and that somebody else was like, why did you do that? Like, why didn't you give it to everybody? Because I know I've had that in my field. So in the safety and wellness programming, and it's just like, and it's like, also, I also want to talk about your feelings in between that. Cause it's like, dang it, you worked so hard. And then somebody's going to like say, uh, you should have done it this way. So let's talk about those things real quick. So this is, that's a perfect question, especially for what's going on in the world today. Um, and my buddy said, you better give me a shout out. So I have to shout out one of my colleagues and friends, Alex Hernandez. Um, but he started a, a COVID champion. And what a COVID champion is, is someone who's, you know, we're essential workers where I work. I know a lot of people that follow you, are essential workers and are continuing to work. You know, it's very stressful if you have a newborn or, you know, even going into work and, you know, say you have an, you know, a grandparent living with you or an elder uh, parent living with you going in and then coming home. So we wanted to recognize employees and make them feel appreciated. One of the things we did come up with was the COVID champion. And basically what that is, is, you know, it's someone who, you know, goes out there and they may enforce social distancing, um, you know, every single day. They may recognize um, an improvement. They may wipe down the vending machines every hour uh, as, opposed to the, as opposed to what we enforce, two hours, things of that nature. So what Alex did was he rolled that out to the group and I wanted to put my own little spin on it um, and kind of make it like my own. So he was giving out candy bars and king size, um, you know, gum and candy bars and things like that. What I did was I was like, I personally feel like I love um, safety sticking at the forefront of my employees' brain. So if I give them a candy bar, that's great. A lot of times people order lunch for their prizes, but they only remember that once the lunch is gone, they forget about it. Why were they the champion? So I kind of psychologically wanted to give them something that they can look down and recognize themselves every time as being a safety champion. So what I did was I put a care package together of a COVID champion and the bag said, thank you. And in it, it was all the essential stuff you need, hand sanitizer, wipes. Uh, we had a bloodborne pathogen kit uh, and which entails like when you go to the grocery store, you can, some people wear the disposable throwaway clothes and uh, shoe covers. Uh, Cause for a while there, it was getting pretty crazy. And you know, there was, everyone had their different view on it. And we also put in a pen that said, I'm a safety champion uh, and a box of tissues. So they got this bag. So again, you see the pen, they always recognize it. Well, some people did not like the bloodborne pathogen kit prize and some people uh, did not like the hand sanitizer because it was liquid and not gel. That's all you could get. And I felt myself, to answer your question, apologizing for giving, putting the bag together. And sometimes, you know, you're like, well, you know what? No one's happy. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. And I said, you know, it's kind of like being in the restaurant business. The manager only gets called over when, when there's a problem. Never does he a good job, right? So I said, I'm not going to let it frustrate me. So we did it the next week. And, you know, the next week I felt myself apologizing because we took an office employee and named her the COVID champion. And they said, well, she's not on the floor. And I said, well, that doesn't mean, and this is true. A lot of times people who sit, sit in offices are looked at as, well, they don't work as hard as me because I'm on the floor. 
and vice versa. Some people who work on the floor, they say, well, I'm in the office, so I'm above them. We have to look at people as equals because without the office person or the people on the floor, the company can't function. We need everybody. Mm-hmm. So again, those are the two things I felt myself apologizing for recently is who was picked and the prizes that were given out. That's so true, though. And I actually talked with somebody the other day about that, that sometimes it feels like it's a thus or us versus them mentality. But in the aspect of recognizing whenever you recognize, say you're a leader, the importance of recognizing people, because what I talk to my husband all the time or my kids, like even even people that you lead at home. What I say is a four to one method. Like you want to have four positives, one negative. Because if you're, like you said, like if a manager, every time that you go eat that you get called over just for the negative, you're already going to assume it. So what is the power of being, recognizing people, but in a positive way, no matter who they are, where they are, or how you do it? Yeah. So what I find is, you know, when you do recognize, like when we did give out the, the gift bags, the people came in the next day and kind of, kind of what I alluded to earlier is, again, we had many different things being in food and a lot of stuff didn't change because we were all doing the, the safe, you know, the, the health and safety stuff anyways. Uh, but, you know, uh, they would offer to take the temperatures that day, you know, things of that nature. They would offer to, you know, put more wet floor signs out. And that seems small to us, but that's huge. Again, when you're trying to change the safety culture and not have safety just come from the safety professional on the site. So that's the power of recognizing people right there is it makes them go uh, above and beyond in that little inch every day extra. And that's huge. Mm -hmm. And I can see that too, not just with safety, but any of the fields, like any manager, anybody that you lead to the importance of just speaking to them and getting to know them and getting to know their wants and their desires. So what have you found to be probably one of the most frustrating things as a person that does, like you have a passion for it? What are some things that you found that are frustrating that you've had to overcome within the recognizing people? Just so if anybody hears this, they're like, hey, I I know that he's doing it, but like, and just also to be able to relate, like, I can feel that, I can understand that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, so... I, I, that's why I thought it was such a great topic. Uh, when you asked me to speak on this, I was like, Oh, that's perfect. Um, and you know, one of the struggles I feel that I'm, again, I'm always apologizing for is, you know, who was recognized or, or what was given out. And what I can say to the people watching is kind of what I said earlier, just remind yourself of the restaurant manager that gets called over 90% of the time for doing things wrong or it's undercooked or it's overcooked. A lot of times, and I've, to your point, I had another manager in a different department um, who was doing a recognition um, things with sanitation. And same thing, he was going through, well, you know, they were mad that I didn't pick this person or, and they didn't like the gift card. I'm just not going to do it anymore. We can't allow ourselves not to recognize the people that deserve it because there are a few bad apples out there that are either going to complain or not be happy with what was given out. It's life. We can't please everybody, but just like to your four to one ratio, if we can please four people and then we get that one negative as the recognizer, then we won. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say is don't give up. Don't let the people who get frustrated uh, with either who was picked or, or the, what the prize is, 
um, stop you from being you and recognizing these people. Because in the long run, the people who are recognized will be there for you and go above and beyond for your program. Mm -hmm. And I also say as a leader, I can tell, and I know you, but um, on this aspect that you've taken a lot of time to self-evaluate, self-awareness, to to focus on being the best leader that you can by learning and growing. So for you to recognize others, you also have to like have positive self-talk. How has that helped you? What are some things that you do to make sure that, you know, when that negative com person comes, it's like, I don't quit. Like I keep being persistent. What are some things that you do? To help so, you? so I have a quote that I, I keep in my office and it says, you know, it's the typical quote that I'm sure a million people have. It says winners never quit. And I look at that on my days that I get frustrated and I used to, um, you know, be a, be a professional boxer or, or on my way to being a professional boxer and I stopped, um, but I was an amateur boxer. And, you know, a lot of times when you're fighting, you want to quit, you know, it's, it's very frustrating. You're getting tired, you're getting hit. And, and then, you know, you're like, oh, I want to stop. And then you can't, I mean, there's physically someone in there, you know, trying to hurt you well that's kind of like life right your your opponent is just changes you know and they may not be trying to hurt you but they could be trying to bring you down they could be trying to discourage you from you know your personality so you're always fighting something so i look at that quote on the days that i get frustrated because i'm human i'm like everybody else and you know i'm like all right this is just another fight i gotta get through and try and win yeah i love that and i didn't even know that about you so i learned something new that's cool yeah. um, you know is i i had a i had an amateur fight one night and then the next day i had to give a rotation on head trauma so i thought that was so fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would have been an interesting discussion so yes so what advice would you give to anybody listening out here that wants to recognize their spouse or somebody in their family and every time they try to, it just doesn't mesh sometimes, or they don't feel, what would you say to them? You know, that's, that's a great question because a lot of times, you know, and I'm trying to preach it with my team is we always forget the home safety aspect. And, you know, for instance, we did something with a seatbelt when, when our employees were leaving, I dressed up in a Halloween costume as a fake cop. And I had one of my supervisors as the deputy and we were writing fake tickets. And, uh, you know, if they weren't wearing their seatbelts and my mindset was our mindset was, you know, let's get them thinking safety, even leaving the facility. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have a great question because, you know, a lot of times we leave safety at the door and we come home and, you know, we don't think about safety or recognition. You know, you don't have to be in safety, right. To recognize people, but it's kind of like the chef who cooks all day and then opens up a can of tuna because they're done cooking. Uh -huh. uh, but what I would say is again, maybe set time once a week, to recognize that spouse and come up with a creative way to get either him or her engaged uh, and recognize them. Mm -hmm. I love that. And that's the thing too, is that recognizing that we're humans at homework and play and finding ways that we can incorporate that because a lot of times it's like, we're so, especially if you give so much to work, it almost can burn you out that you don't have much energy to give whenever you get home. And, and how do you balance that out? And how do you make sure that the next time that you can do something? And the one thing I want to do want to talk about is recognition, but also the part of psychological safety and the part of recognizing helps to build that. And psychological safety is whenever you come in and you just don't feel like you're going to get your head bit off all the time. But sometimes at home or work or play, you feel like you're going to get your head bit off and you can't have these detailed conversations that can get things done. 
So why, and and to preface that psychological safety was seen to be the number one um, thing for effective teams, for teams to work to effectively, it is psychological safety. So you can have the communication. And I believe that recognition is a big part of that. So how has recognizing others allowed you to get and meet new people and start more conversations? So again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but to answer your question, saying good job to someone or complimenting them. And I like the four to one ratio, um, you know, opens a, a door for conversation when you're in group. So a lot of times in, in leadership training, as you know, you know, you put in separate groups and, you know, you have that one person that always wants to speak or, you know, things of that nature. If you compliment someone that you just meet, it, I, cause again, people like, to your point, the recognition, the feedback, a compliment. You don't want to walk up to someone and say, I don't like your Hawaiian shirt, but hey, I'm here to do you know, an interview with you. No, you want to say, hey, I do like your Hawaiian shirt, boom. And then I'm like, oh, cool. And then we're ready to go. So that's how I always start with, um, you know, leadership training or group training, especially in groups that I don't know. And I'm going into a company to speak or present. Um, you know, I always try to get to know the people first, conversation. Make it personal, I always say. That's the number one thing I try to do, um, you know, and get to know people's names. Because if you're just in there as a one-time deal and you're talking to someone for 20 minutes and then you remember their name and you go up to what their hobby was, that means the world to them because they're like, wow, they actually cared to, about me. So that's the small recognition because you're recognizing that person. You're recognizing their hobby. You're recognizing their name. So I say make it personal. I love that. And that's the other thing that I found, especially the bigger the corporation you can be in or the bigger environment. You get so lonely. And even just now, you can, loneliness is, we've seen a rise of it. And so just the part that somebody knew your name, which is an aspect for me, it's sad at the same time that, you know, a lot of, I have seen in my experience that people are gone by numbers and they're not by names and, and we are names, we are people, we're humans. And so recognizing them and, and calling them out as a human and just saying, and, and the recognition of being a humanity or, or humanity. So if you could give any advice to anybody or one last word, what would you say to people about why you are not sorry for recognizing people and the power of it? So I would say, even if it's every day you come in and you move that meter, that gas tank, one millimeter, you've done your job. So keep trying to move that gas tank up to full, all right? You can't do it in one day or one week, but every day you can impact someone's life, someone's career, one millimeter, you've done your job. So again, I would say try and move that gas meter uh, and make it personal, have fun. You know, it's it's all about, even if you don't have an outgoing personality, you know, talking to somebody, getting to know their family, getting to know their name, and then talk to them about work. That'll help move that meter. I love that. And that goes back to the 1% rule. Just be 1% better every day yeah. and just, just help people um, and love on people and care for people and recognize people. So Justin, I am so appreciative of you for joining me today. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for all that watched and listened as well, because I know you're going to get something out of this as much as I have. Um, again, your passion for safety, but your passion for people makes a difference because you can talk about the results and we also can see the results. 
thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Unapologetically Bold, I'm Not Sorry For. If this touched you in any way, please like and subscribe and share with your friends as we continue the message of being unapologetically bold by being hot humans who are humble, open, and transparent. See you next time.